Hi, y'all. Welcome back to my podcast, Rooted. I'm so happy you were here. This is the third episode of this first season, and I'm so blessed with the feedback I've gotten. I've just been overwhelmed with the amount of support, and I just could not thank all y'all enough. I know last week was a little heavier, and um, I have gotten a lot of really good feedback on it and so I'm not too sorry about it if not sorry at all but I love the deep combos and the deep questions that arise during those deep topics of things that are really difficult for Christians to put into practice in their everyday lives and I just think that it's very rewarding to us when we do learn how to do things like forgive This uh, episode that I have planned for today is going to be another big one that we're going to discuss, and I'm so excited to jump right in with y'all. As a little girl, I never really understood how people could pull all-nighters. I know that is kind of a weird way to start off this episode, but I just never could understand the point of an all-nighter. I remember as a little girl, my friends used to try to get me to stay up all night with them. They would try everything. They would try scaring me or getting me to watch scary movies. They would try dunking my head in water. They would try anything they possibly could to get me to stay awake and it never worked. I always fell asleep and I would tell people I pulled all-nighters, but that was really just not the truth. I'm 18 years old and I'm proud to say that I have officially achieved my first all-nighter and I wasn't even trying to do it. Basically, the story goes, I was laying in my bed. I was preparing a lesson for the following Monday. I was going to be speaking at my school on a chapter in Matthew, and I just felt the Lord, and he came to me, and he he said that he wanted me to scrap my plan for Monday and what I had planned to speak on, and he wanted me to speak on gossip because I had been consumed in so many problems that were not my own at my school. And he gave me this amazing sermon to preach, and I was overflowed with the grace of God and the peace of God whenever I gave the sermon, even though I knew it was going to be hard, and half of the school looked like they were going to pee their pants whenever I gave it, but it was one of those really convicting sermons, and I felt like it was really important, especially with me talking about forgiveness last week, that I kind of dove into what gossiping looks like. Uh, Because as I said in the previous episode, unforgiveness and gossip are best friends, along with pride. And pride plays a huge part in both of those things. And I just feel like our world is so overcome in gossiping and sometimes we don't even realize it and so I just have a bunch that I would like to speak about regarding gossip. A lot of times when I talk about a specific subject like gossip or unforgiveness I like to start off with the actual definition of the word because a lot of times we don't even realize what the word means. So For this instance, gossip, meaning a casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people 
typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. I think a lot of times we don't realize that our words have the power to give light, but they also have the power to speak death over someone's life, especially, especially with the weight of being a Christian. Us as Christians, I've said this before, and I'll say it again till the day I die. Us as Christians, we have the weight of the world on our shoulders with the expectation that we will not uphold it. But that doesn't mean that we are free to do and say what we want. Us as Christians have rules that Jesus has given us to keep us in line because he gives us the power to speak life and to speak death over someone's life. Pretty much the entire chapter of James chapter 3 is about taming the tongue and watching your words. Chapter 3 verse 1, it says, Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. And in verse 3 it says, When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the entire animal. And if you skip a little bit to verse 6, it says, The tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and itself on fire by hell. Meaning that even the slightest the slightest of words can set someone's entire life and body on fire. And I think us as Christians, we need to be held accountable. We need to hold each other accountable in what we say. I think a lot of us don't understand that you can curse someone without using any swear words. You can put a curse on someone's life, someone's life, without using any swear words. I think we assume cursing is cussing someone out, but cursing and cussing are not the same thing. We assume they are because if we're going to be honest, sometimes I'm kind of lazy and I just assume if you curse someone out with quotes around it, that means that you're using swear words when really you can curse someone with how you talk about them, what you say to them, your lashing out in anger towards them, that can leave permanent marks on someone's heart that only Jesus can heal. But if you are speaking to a non-believer in a cursing manner or tone, then how is that person going to feel about Jesus if Jesus' own followers can't be kind, if that makes sense. I'm trying to kind of break it down for y'all, but we're drowning in the he said, she said fiasco of it all that we don't even see people as who God they made them to be. We don't even see them as who God made them out to be. We ruin the image of beautiful people for our own pleasure and attention sometimes because of our love for gossiping. In Proverbs 26, 20, it says, without wood, a fire goes out. Without gossip, a quarrel dies down. Sometimes people get offended over words that weren't even said 
because somebody believed a lie. Somebody is making up stuff that didn't happen and telling people and then they believe them because we want to believe them sometimes. Sometimes we want to believe that these bad things were said about us because maybe we get attention. Maybe we're just bored. We want to spice up our lives. And I'm here to tell you, don't obey what your heart is telling you when it comes to gossip. Don't obey what your feelings are telling you when it comes to gossip. Same thing as we talked about last week with forgiveness. Our feelings and the world will tell you that all of these things are okay. But I'm here to tell you that the Lord says, without fuel, all the gossip boils down. And I think what we don't understand, here we go, Christians, I am about to say something that is very important for you to hear and understand. We can get away with saying almost anything we want by masking it in a blanket of humor. That is so important. I think that we are not accountable in what we say anymore because we can hurt someone's feelings in light of a joke. We can say, oh, that was a joke. And then all of a sudden, it's the other person's fault for getting offended for you cursing them with your words, for you saying negative things about them, whether it's behind their back to their face. We just can get away from any accountability due to the glorification of humor in today's world, not just humor, the glorification of dark humor in today's world. We need to stop looking to our left and right at our brothers and sisters looking for the problem because the problem is a vertical issue. The problem is between you and God. Uh, that Michael Jackson song, um, the mirror, the mirror man or something like that. Oh, my mom's going to kill me if I don't know this, but talking about how you need to look in the mirror because the person that's going to stop these problems is looking right back at you when you look in the mirror. Gossip can separate the tightest of friendships, can break apart families, spouses, siblings, cousins, co-workers, classmates, pastors, and everything in between. It can weasel its way in between the closest of relationships and break it apart again, sometimes over words that were said and sometimes over words that weren't said. I will say this again, even though I said it last week, it's kind of a review over last week. Pride is gossip's best friend. We like to hire ourselves above our peers sometimes. So we think that maybe if we present ourselves as higher or quote unquote more important, then maybe people will believe that we are just that. But the Bible implies that if we humble ourselves, instead of being prideful, we will find something way more valuable than other people's opinions on ourselves. I use this verse a lot. John 15, 18 says, if you think the world hates you, know that it hated me first. I hate to break it to you, Christians. We are not on this earth to people, please. We are on this earth to please the one and only creator of the universe, Jesus Christ. I am telling y'all right now 
that we live in a cookie cutter faith sometimes because we don't want to offend people. We live in a cancel culture world. When I was announcing this podcast and kind of telling some people, I had someone ask me, well, how are you going to constantly make content to people, please? And I told him, I was like, this content isn't to make everyone happy. This podcast is about answering real life questions and I will probably be doing my job wrong if everybody agrees with what I'm saying in this. But what I'm telling y'all is that this podcast is going to be based on what the Bible says and it's not going to be perfect. You know, like sometimes we don't agree on what the Bible says and I'm going to try my best, try my absolute best to align it with the truth. And if I fail, I will be asking for forgiveness and grace. But I do believe that Jesus is at work right now. And so I'm not worried about people pleasing. In James 4.11, it says, Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Anyone who speaks against a brother or sister or judges them speaks against the law and judges it. When you judge the law, you are not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. God talks constantly in the Bible about how much he values the law and how much it is there for order and it is biblical to follow the law. And I think that this verse just says it straight up. Brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. I will sometimes sit, especially with a group of girls. Being a teenage girl and trying to stay away from the gossip is so impossible. And when I realize I'm about to give you all a tool here, did you know that you can speak out the gossip in people and not shame them? The goal isn't to shame other Christians for gossiping. It is as easy as, hey, that's my friend, and I would really appreciate it if you didn't speak about her that way. Or if someone comes and tries and tells you a negative story about maybe someone that you don't even like, hey, maybe let's not talk about that person in that context or in that tone or in that light. Just as you have the power to curse someone, you have the power to speak life over people when they are not even there. I think a lot of times we can get away with things because you're in a quote unquote safe space and you're venting and you're X, Y, and Z, but we speak out what's really on our hearts, you know, and there would be so much less gossip if people just went to the actual person it was about, asked for forgiveness, and granted it. I also want to talk about what retaliation versus a response is. Uh, I have been put in a million scenarios where I have wanted to retaliate and I've chosen to respond. And I've also been in a million situations where I have retaliated instead of responding. I'm going to tell you right now, responding is way better for you in the long run 
Retaliation might feel really good in the moment, but just as most, not most, just as all pleasures of the world are, they will not last, they will not fulfill you, and they are not going to be fruitful in the long run. We are talking about building roots. A main root that is so important for you to grow deep into the ground is the power of responding instead of retaliating. Retaliation is the devil's playground, and he will use it to his full advantage. He will use things like anger, spite, pettiness, all to his advantage. In the Bible, it says that if someone slaps you, you're supposed to turn the other cheek, and that can be taken in a physical sense, and it can be taken in a verbal sense. If someone says something bad to you, you are not to retaliate. You are to respond. And sometimes a silent response can mean more than you saying a single thing. Just because somebody speaks negatively about you or maybe gossips about you, that does not give you a gossip-free pass. Us as Christians, we're called to be better. We're called to take the hate and we're called to not only take it, we're called to love through it. Love your enemies and never take for granted that we always have a choice in these decisions that we make. Jesus gives us a choice every single time, but remember the cost if you do choose temporary pleasures over the goodness of God. Temporary pleasures will fail you every single time without a doubt. And Jesus is so fulfilling. And so we want to be rooted in his good works. And part of his good works is turning the other cheek. Don't gossip. Be so forgiving. Don't store pettiness, bitterness, hatred, anger in your heart because those things will never fulfill you. Learn how to respond instead of retaliate. And I think that we need to watch our humor and our jokes in today's world. There is a way for you to be funny without tearing someone down or even yourself down. And I think that in today's dark humor world, it takes a lot to get people to be able to laugh. And so why are we finding joy and pleasure and entertainment in tearing each other down? Really, I would like to feel the joy and pleasures of the Lord, which is building each other up, even when we don't feel like it. Even though it might not give us that immediate satisfaction, it is going to teach us so much more than we could ever imagine. And I think that's all I have for today. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I really do mean it when I say it has meant the world to me. And you are all so beautiful. Remember that you're all loved by God and you are worthy of his love. Watch your words, watch your gossiping, spread the love of Jesus, spread his good works and his love. And I hope you all have a fantastic week.